Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, we're back together. I hear the music. Oh, my there gosh. Oh. Like I said, it's good for your soul. little soul food from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Always yeah. gets you going. And you know what? We can all use it, I don't know, 24 hours from the weekend. That's the way I look at it, right? We are 24 hours from the weekend. Joel, there are no games for you to pick. Did you bet on the NBA tonight, Joel Nelson? Yeah, a couple small little things <laughs> in the NBA. Take the Cavaliers to cover the spread against Memphis. Cavaliers minus eight against Memphis. Okay. Sad news today, Paul, and you're a Florida State guy. One of the great coaches in American history died today. Yeah, Mike Martin. Mm-hmm. Yes, a uh, a great, great baseball coach, one of the great baseball minds, longtime coach at Florida State. 79 years old. Yeah, he won a ton of games, a ton of games at Florida State. Who's 2029? Wow. Like, it, when we were growing up, there were three coaches. Augie Garrido at Texas. There was Ron Frazier at Miami, and Martin was at – well, Skip Burton was at LSU, and he was at Florida State, and those were like the powerhouses. Yeah. Like, those were the teams, and those were the guys. Anyway, let's get moving. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. We have two choices. We could talk about the offensive coordinator. We could talk about Kenny Pickett. Kenny I'm, Pickett. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm um, kidding. But, no, I do want to get into this. And Twitter, we're there for you as well, brought to you by South Hills Kia. Peters Township, visit them at southhillskia.net. Mr. Rooney had his State of the Union address as the season broke up not too long ago, and he talked about a variety of things. He talked about, well, the offensive coordinator and Kenny Pickett, but there was something else that he brought up. And I'd like to go in a different direction to start the show. He talked about Heinz Field, uh, well, Acrisure Stadium, and said this. We are. Yeah, we, we are going through a stadium assessment at this point and uh, really looking at what it's going to take to, you know, to be in the stadium for the next, you know, 10, 20 years, whatever it's going to be. And uh, so it's, uh, you know, it's a process and, you know, we've hired some consultants to help us look at it. Uh, yeah, we, we like the stadium, think it has, you know, it's a, it's a great facility and, you know, with the right kinds of improvements, you know, can continue to be our home for a long time. Okay, so let's talk about this at 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. What are the good, what are the bad? And if you were that consultant, what would you say to Mr. Rooney if he brought you into a nice, 
nice meeting on the south side and said, hey, let's get in my car. Let's get in my Cadillac and let's drive down to the North Shore. Let's walk around this place. You tell me as a Pittsburgher what we need to do to make this better. What would you say to him, Paul? Uh... Well, if what would I say uh-huh. probably wouldn't be re- re- probably wouldn't be received very well because it was me. I would say you should get a retractable. You should be getting you should get a retractable roof on a new stadium, but that is not something he wants to hear. That's not what they want to hear. So I would tell him that the, here's the thing about Heinz Field or Acrisure Stadium: um, if you want to remain competitive, you're going to have to really add a lot of bells and whistles to it. You're mm-hmm. going to have to, you know. Unfortunately, Colin, you know. The old school people, well, you're just going to the stadium to watch a game. Right. They're antiquated. They're dinosaurs. They're typewriters and rotary Young people, young people and younger people, and even like people that aren't that much younger than me, Colin. Uh-huh. Those days are over. Uh-huh. They want to, you know, you've got to be entertained. You've got to have a bunch of different options when you go to the stadium. You've got to have things for, you know, people to do. You've got to have. I mean, so it's like a friend said to me one time, he said, there's something called in-game entertainment, which if you if you really think about that phrase, it's wild. Why do you need to be entertained in game? But But you do. do, Right. And you have to have, you know, all of the amenities. Right. You see. And now you're starting to see stadiums with basically like top golf inside them. And you know what I mean? All this other stuff. And it's (laughs) like, when do you have time to do all that stuff? But that's sort of what you need to do. I mean, it. Unfortunately, and I and I talked to, I've talked about this a number of times over the last year or so, Colin. Hi or Acrisure Stadium, Stadium was built in uh, you know 2001 I think it opened. Uh-huh. PNC Park 2000 or 2001 or whatever. 30 years is what you at at 30 years all of these teams want new stadiums. So Tennessee's getting a new one. So we're what right. at 23, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're at 23, 24 years. So with another year or two, they're going to start hemming and hawing about we need a new stadium. A couple more years after that, they're going to start hemming and hawing about, well, you know, what are we going to do here? We got to build it. So my thing is if I was had his ear, I would say you, know, you have to go and go take a look at uh was that SoFi Stadium right. or the one in Vegas? Or even the one in Atlanta. Right. Take a look at those things and guess what? Now think 10 years in advance of what you might be able to add to even those things because those stadiums 10 years from now. Don't go where the ball is. Go where it's going to be next. Right. And the other part, too, is, and look, this is a tough sell to the common man, to the regular guy, but it's, it's fact. I think all stadiums pretty much right now are too big. They should all be a little smaller with a lot more high-end stuff because that's what people want. And that prices out some season ticket holders. It gets rid of the upper deck. It does things like that. People want more. And and look, it's a discerning customer now. People would rather go, I think, to fewer games and do it up big than go to every game and not necessarily spend. I I, I think what's, what's, what's really telling, Colin, is the number of season, uh, the number of tickets for Steeler games that you can buy. Mm -hmm. Listen, and, 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 and I remember 15, 18 years ago, you couldn't buy Steeler tickets. You, no, not you buy. A, you couldn't get. You couldn't find them. You, from I mean, from you anybody. I'm saying? Like you went, and if you went to the scalper, you remember. Now, honestly, unless it's a game like the Cowboys or one of those kind of games where there's going to be a bunch of fans from other places, you know, you could walk up like if the Steelers, when the Steelers played the Cardinals, I, I looked that morning. 
You could go on StubHub that morning, Sunday morning, and you could get a seat for $50. Right. Right. It is, it's never been easier to get a seat. Right. But how would you uh, phrase it to Mr. Rooney if he said, and you heard him right there, he's dealing with consultants, he's going to do some changes, things are going to evolve with Acrisure Stadium. What would you say to him? Fan Hotline presented by Solvent Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. I agree with you fully on the retractable roof, but people throw a hissy fit. Right. They think, well, you're going to put a dome on this. Oh, we're rough and tumble. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just in case there's a game like the Franco Harris tribute game, Paul, where it's minus seven degrees right, right. and people are freezing their backsides off. Or, or raining like, you know, in September you get some of those games where it's just raining mercilessly. I mean, don't you agree with me, Colin? I mean, people, as we get younger and the younger generation, people don't want to be sitting out in freezing cold weather. They don't want to be sitting out. And you know what? In like early September – they don't want to sit out if it's 100 degrees out or 90 degrees out in the sun's you know that that that's people uh, if you're going to look at reality mm-hmm. okay and put aside all the rah, I remember I'm, I uh, when the when the Steeler game with Buffalo was canceled or postponed or whatever right I was talking about how it's idiotic that Buffalo doesn't have a retractable roof I had all kinds It wouldn't of, affect one exactly, thing. Well, yeah, people, sure it would. Did you had, see the guy shoveling the snow? Right. I had a bunch of people calling me, telling me I was soft and I'm this right. and I'm that. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, that, like, He-Man uh-huh. mentality, there's not a lot of people, as we get through it, younger generations, they want convenience. Right. They want it to be ideal conditions. They don't want to sit out in the snow. They don't want to, you know, prove how tough they are by That's sitting That's why in the I love going to college basketball. Right. I do. You know you're in and out in two hours. It's all in one frame and one field of view, and you never have to deal with weather. I've gone to a couple Duquesne games in the, in the recent past, and my, my buddy has, has seats, really good seats. My yeah. daughter loves college basketball. It is such an enjoyable watch, and part of it is I know I don't have to bring a heavy jacket. Right. Even if it's freezing cold out, right. I'm walking right into that Cooper Center, whatever. Or if you go to the Pete, same thing. You're walking right in there, and bang, there it is. I don't want it to be inside. It doesn't have to be. You know another thing that I think they should do? If you don't want to build a tunnel to the casino, that's fine. They should shut down that road right across, right by the Science Center there. That should be a because the ga- the link with gambling is never going to be it's never right. going to lessen it's going to keep being stronger and the whole parade of people that go from forge that relationship strong with the rivers I tell you make I, it one I, building pretty I tell much. you what they should do you're right a tunnel <laughs> totally and it's how it is in Cleveland with the basketball where you, where you leave the if you leave the casino. And you come out on underneath you, of the or how stadium. About you don't even have to leave. You know where it's connected to that hotel, uh-huh. the landing hotel there, right? In that area there, you build almost like a stairs that go down underneath, like the Gateway Clipper Tunnel. Yeah, and it, yes, and it goes all the way, and then you don't come up till you get to the stadium. I am totally with you. For me, it is the easiest thing. I look, I don't build it like that, but it's the easiest concept and idea. Make yeah. it look. If you've ever been to a game in Vegas. That there's not tailgating in Vegas. You go right from a building to another building, right? Because there's just not the room, really, you know, and where right. they built the no, stadium. You're right. But you stay at that casino, Paul, until like eleven thirty or twelve. Because if there's one thing I've noticed in my life about the North Shore, it's this, and especially since the new stadium was built, the two new stadiums, 
There is less and less and less real estate every day to park a car down there. It used to be swaths. And, and, they, want, and they want it that way. Correct. Forge that relationship with the casinos and make it but to see, where it, you're it, almost vacuum-packed and just shot like you do at the bank and put your money in that thing. Right, whoosh, right that, into the stadium. That, that, and listen, and if you really wanted to do it up, okay, you could do it so you have one tunnel that's going one way and the other tunnel's going the other way. And that way you could even put in conveyor belt type things, you know, like at the like airport. Like the zoo or the airport. You know what I'm saying? And that way... All of the and, and 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 then you could basically say no walking on the street at the street level. That would that would alleviate traffic because you wouldn't have that big jam where everybody's walking across the street and all that other stuff. I, I think you know don't, you know the, to me just like uh, just like parking four hours before the game and, four, and two, two hours after the game, nobody can walk on that street. Morehouse list needs to listen to us. You don't get this on other shows. Nobody <laughs> would have this idea. And honestly, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think it makes a ton of sense because pe- you know what people want now? They want a self-contained day. That's what they want. They want everything that they could have. They want to park once. They want to walk around. They don't want to be beholden just to go in the stadium and have to stand in there for two hours. They don't want to stand in lines. And they want to have different entertainment options within that day out. They do. And you can learn a thing from Wrigleyville or you can learn a thing from some of those other places. It just makes a ton of sense. But we will take your calls next. 412-928-9370. If Mr. Rooney said, and you heard him say, they're upgrading the stadium, what would you tell him your feedback is? And also, college football and college athletics as a whole, they're going to continue to lose good people. They lost one yesterday. We'll get into that coming up. But your call's next, 412-928-9370. Here. On- call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan. All right, 412-928-9370. A bunch of people on the line. We'll grab some calls. Jeff is in Irwin. Hi, Jeff. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, 
my family's been a season ticket holder since 1970. But uh, the biggest complaint that I have is that the concourses are too small. You know, I agree with you uh, on both stadiums, actually. It, and it, it came to fruition. I think that PNC Park has held up better than the football stadium. But it came to fruition when the Pirates were winning those three years, and especially when they had those big crowds. They're both both stadiums. It was like they didn't prepare for them to have total full houses for some reason, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're like sardines in there. And then they <laughs> added all these vending areas on the concourses, which makes it even tighter. Aren't both are, 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 I think aren't both stadiums still no cash? Uh yeah, right, at least they were this past, you know, seasons. Yeah. Uh which is fine by me. It makes uh, life easier. Here, I got a debit card and that's, I do, use that here, anyway. Here's what I here's what I would like to see them do, okay? This would alleviate some of that stuff. Find two or three places on each level, right? Where you have only beer. Okay? Beer and maybe water. Mm-hmm. Only beer and water, cash only. That would alleviate so much issues, so many issues, uh, you know. And now we have this new thing, right? Which you want to talk about something that is just a disaster. Tell me. These people that pay, I guess there's some way you can use your phone to oh, pay. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That. You, use your, you use your phone. Listen. And, yeah, yeah. I was at a store yesterday, uh, two, three days ago. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Two people. I was the third person in line. Right. The two in front of me, both, how does this happen? Both of them paid with their phone, and both of them, of course, then they're, like you know, Apple they're, Pay, they're yeah. jerking around here, this and that, and they're trying to figure out. How, I'm thinking to myself, if this dude doesn't figure this out. You should have just paid for his stuff for him. You should have just said, I got it, buddy. Listen, well, was it like a cup of coffee, or what was it? Was it a lot of money? I mean, it was See, like, I only use mine when it's when it's geared up, and I got one in a holster, and I'm ready like to a, go. I know I can just touch the thing. I, I get it all ready before I walk up there, Paul. That's fine, but my point is people don't do that. It's just like now when you go and try and get into an, a stadium, and people have the ticket on their on their phone, and they get up close to the stadium, and they don't realize that once you get close to the stadium, you don't have Wi-Fi. So if you don't have the thing up on your phone before then, and you're going like this, trying to refresh it to get your ticket up. Have you ever been behind somebody doing that? Right. You know how I alleviate that? I take a picture of that barcode and just bring up my camera instead of the internet. You don't need the internet for the camera. Again, I, I lose my mind with that. So, so, so to me, and then the have, readers, the sun hits right, the readers yeah, too. We're gonna have more and more of this stuff. And if it happens down there at the stadium when you're at a game and people want to try and buy stuff with their phone, mm-hmm. right? It's like I can't. So, so I can't pull a twenty dollar bill out and do this, but you can use your phone. There's, How is that right? There's. I, all the uh, technology deputy all, for Allegheny yes, County. All I'm saying, those calling. All I'm saying is seriously. <laughs> All you got to do, and I've said this many times when I've been at Steeler Games and I've been at Paragon, can you please tell me why we don't have two stands on each level where you have beer and water and people can say cash only. Mm -hmm. That line would go quick. It would get a bunch of people out of the other lines, and it would make the other lines go quick. Kind of like easy pass. Right, the cash easy pass. Exactly. Cash. They don't even have cash easy pass though anymore. No, but but I I know what you mean. Cash. That way, people that carry cash, (laughs) right? Do you carry cash? Me. Yeah. Always. How much? I don't want to get into your business, but like a lot. How much I have right now? Probably like eight hundred bucks. No. Like Cook, Ron Cook. Oh, there you go. Oh Oh, my gosh, Paul! (laughs) (laughs) Flash that for the camera. He just had. Whatever that is. Twelve hundred bucks. That's because I don't use a debit card. 
What? I, I, if, You're unless, like Ron. Ron Cook. Ron Cook got three and a half million dollars in his underwear yeah, no, drawer. Yeah, probably. You're right. But my point is. <laughs> I'll use it, and if I absolutely have to use one of my my debit cards or one of my credit cards, I'll. I'll but I'm a guy because my feeling is this: if I pay for something cash, yes, the transaction's over, done. Pretty good, pretty good. And you know, I find myself being a different tipper with cash. Yeah. I think I tip better with cash. Well, here's one thing I'll do: if I buy something with a credit card, right? Yes. Or with a debit card, or whatever the hell we're gonna call it. If I do that, do two different things, but continue. If I do that, you know, they bring you the slip that's got the two things on it. Mm-hmm. Customer write, copy, person copy. But, but yes. the thing where you write, okay, you can write the tip. Yes, yes. I write cash, and I give them cash for a tip. So do Cause, I. Because that way, they don't have to pay taxes on it. And also, mm-hmm. they get it themselves. See, a lot of times, like, now, now you probably don't know this, but a lot of times if you do that, uh-huh. it used to be they settled up every night. Oh. So if you got, you know, you were a waiter or a waitress or whatever. Right. You went through the night and you had a bunch of cash tips. When you gave your receipts at the end of the night, yeah. they squared up. Now they don't. They add it all and then you, and you get a paycheck every two weeks just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that I see. makes sense to you. So your tips that aren't cash, you don't get until a week and a half later or two weeks later when you get paid. So that's why, I mean, I, I do that to try and help them out because they would rather have cash in their pocket. And there's your United States Mint lesson brought to you by Paul Zeiss. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> Mike's and Moon. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. First of all, totally agree with everything Jeff said. Concourse. Jeff's not here. Cash. That was Paul, but continue. Paul, yes. a thousand percent on that. Uh, I know it's not Rooney's, but the casino garage, Steelers never win by more than three points or lose by three points, so thousands of people leave at the same time. It's an hour to hour and a half to get out of that garage after a game. It's terrible. So more parking. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I don't know if they need more parking. I don't. Um, I think they need more I, – I don't know. May, you know what? I think they need more parking away from the stadium, not in the st- – like they need more parking on the west end. That whole barren wasteland. Do you know what they need to do? They need to tear the old jail down. All of that area over there, Paul. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. That all needs to be torn if down. If they did that, they'd be parking and they'd have shuttles. But again, do a lot of do people want to take shuttles? Probably not. If you take them into the casino and then they could walk in that tunnel, which I've uh, proposed, absolutely. But not as in its current state. Tony's in the car. Hi, Tony. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Uh, two quick improvements. They, I wish they would enclose the stadium like Three Rivers. We haven't had the noise like we did years ago with it. And the second thing now, maybe we should try out what Japan does with the Bear Girls as vendors. What does Japan do? Bring me up to speed here, but keep it clean. Yeah, I'll keep it clean. So with the baseball games, all the vendors are girls with kegs on their back that run up and down the stairs uh, serving tall and frosties. Well, I think some people want bottled beer, though, and some people, and you can't get kegs. Here's the thing with kegs: you can't have kegs in all the beer that people want. And unfortunately, right now, Americans want tons of selection and not necessarily just four or five beers. That's true. That's true. But like, they have uh, like relief, like not the same girls always running. It's different ones that have uh, fully stocked kegs. They do have bottles as well and other refreshments, but. Uh, Definitely, if you ever get to Japan, try one of the baseball games out. Uh, you'll know exactly what I'm telling you. Have you been to Japan to these games? 
I have. I've lived in Japan for 24 years in the uh, uh, Navy. Oh, wow. And um, do you keep your same cup, or do they give you a new cup every time you get a draft? They give you a new cup every drink. Wow. Okay. And what what kind of beer is it? Is it like Asahi or Sapporo, or what is it? Man, you got it spot on. Uh, Asahi, Super Dry, Sapporo, Carolyn. Uh, they got. They also serve liquor like uh, sake and sochu. I don't need that. I'll end up vomiting on myself. Yeah. Uh, but I don't even know what any work. of that stuff is. Yes. But it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's just regular. What's the stuff? Let me ask you a question. You know, yes. one of my favorite things. I love going to hibachi dinners. You know what I mean? We need. We'll, we'll discuss that. But, Go well, ahead. My question is, what is the stuff like they have where they squirt it in your mouth? I don't mess with that. I watch it. I just, it's I'm some busy. Kind of, it's some kind of, uh, it's some kind of a, a, a liquor. Yeah. It, a sake. Um, yeah, it, it, it's sake. Yes. Uh, I'm busy eating the pink sauce <laughs> and eating all the, just everything that they serve. But I, you know, I've sworn myself. I'm glad you brought it up. I've sworn myself off of hibachi. Here's why. I did a whole segment on this probably I about know, a month I heard ago. I was very upset with you, but go ahead. Well, yeah. One, I smell like I'm inside the grill, right? When you get home, I have to walk right to the laundry room, take off all my clothes, put them right in the washer and dryer, and then go right to the shower, which I, I just, I don't know. I can't go to bed because my wife will be like, if I go with my daughter or go with my son or even we'll go together, my wife and I, I just, I smell, we smell like the grill. That's number one, which is okay. Number two, I do a real, you know me, Paul, I've gotten into like the probably past 20 years, really good shape. I'd really try to work out all that stuff. It is that one food that I can't control myself. If I go to hibachi, I eat and eat and eat. I eat like, what is it? Rice? All the, everything. I eat like a pig. I'll get like a meal for two. and, And then I feel like I have a bowling ball in my stomach for three days and it is absolutely that food for me that tastes so good as I'm eating it, and I indulge and overeat, and I can't control myself. I love it. And then for two or three days after, I just feel miserable. It's just, it is just there in my body, and I feel like such a slug. So I can't do it. I can't, I can't go in there. Now, I can get like a hibachi, maybe go to the hibachi truck. <laughs> and say to my daughter, because my wife doesn't really like hibachi that much, but my daughter loves it, yeah. and say, we're going to split one meal, and that's it. But, like, even when you go to the restaurant. Where would you find hibachi truck? Oh, yeah, you just go to the, there's, there's like two of them in Pittsburgh, at least two that I know of, that are great. A hibachi truck. It's fabulous. There's well, my a pink point is, one. My point is, it, what, it, tra- it travels all around. Three quarters of the, 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 the cool part of hibachi is watching them cook it. Which is why this is, well, here's the thing. It sure is. The presentation is a big deal. The performance art, all of that. But if you just want the food, there's two hibachi trucks in Pittsburgh that I know of, and they have uh, social media, and they go and they like at the beginning of each week they'll tell you where they are. And a lot of times the trucks, those food trucks, they pair with some of the breweries in town. You know, like the microbreweries in town, and they'll park out front, and that's where it'll be. And so you'll go do that. I know the hibachi truck came to like our community center in Hampton last summer. Two different times on like a Friday night, and they were there from like four until eight or whatever. I went up both times in that. So you don't necessarily have the big presentation like you like squirting the stuff in your mouth, like you said. But- I like the I like the you know when 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 they do the stuff like with the with the. With, with the, the spatula? All the instruments they use, you know, all that stuff. And it's and clanging do, and banging. And then they do the volcano thing with the onions, you know? I, I like, I, I just like the whole experience. But more importantly, uh-huh. 
You know what I really like What's more than this? anything else? Tell me. That they, I can watch them cook the food right in front of me. I know it's on my plate. It's warm. It's cooked. It's all the way cooked through. I, I, it's one of my biggest things. That I, I, There's I, no door. Or, it's not behind the door somewhere like Oz. And you, they bring it out, and you don't know if it's cooked enough or, you know, whatever. Okay. So you like the element of essentially being in the kitchen because you know that it's fresh, you know who did it, and you know that there's not some joker in the back that didn't cook it all the way or looks real dirty. Right. All that kind of stuff. Yes. I like the fact that it's cooked and it's warm and it's right there and there and you know it was cooked the right way. Okay. All right. Do you, do you like uh, – what do you get? Do you get steak? Do you get chicken? Do you get the vegetables? Chicken. What do you, Chicken. I uh, I, I'm a, I get chicken. No, I can't get. I'm you don't. Large, yeah, I'm you're allergic to yeah, shellfish. I, I'm gonna get. I, I, I'm gonna get. Uh, I get chicken, or I get the chicken and beef, or whatever, chicken and steak, or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you feel like you overeat? There? Oh, I listen. <laughs> you're right. That's the one thing about it. But I've actually gotten to the point where I'm okay not eating at all. I just take some of it home. But it, I'm just saying, like, I'm okay. I can. I, I, I used to like say I gotta stuff every last ounce of this in my mouth, uh-huh. and then, like you said, for three days, I felt like I was fourteen pounds overweight. Correct. That's the problem with a botch. Yeah. I love a botch. You know, there's a certain you got to go to school and do that. Like they can't just you can't just be a hibachi chef. You can't show up and be right. like oh, I don't have any experience. I want to be a hibachi chef. Like, it take it, it. That's a skill and an yeah. art. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I I like. I mean, I like. Those guys that do it are pretty good. Certainly. You know, they're, they're pretty good. And the other thing is I love when they squirt that stuff to make the flame. That's yeah. pretty cool. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The whole, the whole building is like jumps up in the air because they think it's like an explosion. Well, I've often wondered, and not often, but when I've been there, I've probably wondered this every time. Do they have the, fi- the smoke and fire alarm set for like off? What if there's a real fire at Hibachi Place? <laughs> well, it's probably like every other uh, restaurant where the the the. the uh, but it's not like every other restaurant. But there's not open flame like. What that. are those things called? Smoke detectors. Smoke detectors. I bet you the smoke detectors are are are, are in certain places. Uh huh. So that for that very reason. Because they have those big fans right, right. above your head when exactly. you're doing that. And a right? lot of sometimes they actually have they actually have those fans that suck all of the. Uh, smoke up into the fans, you know, almost like they a, do, like a casino yeah, with yeah, smoke, like yeah. like uh, cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they do because they turn it on right on the I'm hood of the thing. I'm surprised you go to the casino because uh, there is smoking in there. Me? Yeah. Well, there's also gambling, which overrides the smoke. <laughs> I was just, I was, you know, when we were talking about it earlier, I was like, wait a minute, he's a guy who hates being around smokers, which I get it. But I do. I can't stand yeah. smoke. But I'll say this, and I'm not saying this because like we're partners with them or whatever. I'll go to Rivers and go to the sports book or go play yeah. roulette or go play whatever. They have a non-smoking section. There's that. And it's also not the the, the suckers they have in the ceiling or yeah. whatever. Yeah. They're very powerful. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't walk out of there and feel like you walked out of a bar from 1956. No. Uh-uh. There's some bars that you used to walk out of, and you know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you the other thing. I mean, you can even go nowadays. You could even go to, like, Burn, you know, uh-huh. which, is a, which is a cigar bar. They have really advanced smoke heaters right so you walk out of there you don't smell like cigar smoke and everything like you would think you would think you do but you really don't i mean they nowadays i think they've got the technology down pretty good you know for that to 
I'm not reading this text on the air at all. Not not going to read the text that says, my family and I sat next to Paul one time at Pines Plaza Hibachi. He can kill a plate of hibachi. Uh-huh. True story. And he loved the sake pee-pee bottle. Loved it. Uh, the, loved the, it. The, they squirt that yes. sake, yes. He said, I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah, now exactly. Time, that's a good time to get to a break now. 412-928-9370. College athletics is losing good people. It really is. We'll explain coming up next. So much more to get into at the top of the hour. And in short order, uh, they're going to honor someone here in town just a couple weeks from now. We must talk about that before the night is over. So much to get into right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, I'm looking at the television in Tulane's basketball staff. Paul has all bright Kelly Green quarter zips, and they look fantastic. I love basketball, college basketball coaches now, and how their whole staffs will match with what they wear. Forget these shirt and ties and whatever. A certain tie guy? Nah, nah. You know why? Because these guys are glorified gym teachers. They're not. They're not like businessmen. They don't work for the FDIC. What do they need three-piece suits for? <laughs> Seriously, they don't work on on Grand Street or I, I, Wall I mean, Street. Some people that still. I mean, there's still some coaches that do it. They still say, yeah, but you know. It's like wearing a suit I, on the airplane. I, I, like, I don't want you to wear pajama pants, but you, a quarter zip is okay. I like that. I, I do like that. I will say that. I do like that. The green quarter zips that they have on. They uh, look good. Yeah. I mean, but they also look good. I mean, some of them I don't think look so good. No. No. I, like I said, I don't want people wearing pajamas out in public. But if you all match and you have a nice Nike – like, look at that team, Delaware, whatever that is, that other game that's on TV, those guys look good. So every Quarter zips and nice matching slacks with ten. that team that's in the black, that would be uh, yeah. Delaware, William & Mary. And then Delaware has a team – they all have white quarter zips. The green the, ones I like the best. Though. The Tulane coaches, yes. Yeah. It looks super good, really, really good. Um, all right, what do you make of this? 
Jeff Halfley, a man we know, we both know. He was at Pitt for a little while. I found to be a, a, a nice guy. I don't know how you find Jeff Halfley. I find him to be a really good a guy. a tremendous guy. One of the best guys I've ever met, actually. S- super good guy. So he was in the NFL for a little bit. Then he took the Boston College job. And now just yesterday he said, listen, I'm out of here. I'm out of Boston College. There's a defensive coordinator job. He's a very good defensive mind at any level of football. Defensive coordinator job with the Green Bay Packers. You can forget this NIL stuff. You can forget this transfer portal stuff. You can forget the players, some of them, I guess, making more money than me in what is, uh, you know, kind of disguised as amateur athletics. (laughs) I'm jumping out of Boston College, and I'm taking this job with the Green Bay Packers. I think this is going to be a trend we're going to see more and more and more people do because right now, Paul, college athletics is eating itself, especially college football at the top end in the big conferences with NIL and transfer. Um, well, I think the, the, there's a couple things at work here. Number one, because of the NIL and the transfer, college college coaches have far less control than they used to of everything when it comes to the athletes, okay? For instance, used to be they would basically tell these athletes, you know, when they could talk to the media, when they could do you know, this. Now you see some of these these college athletes have their own podcasts. They have their own shows. So you can't control, you know, the message At like the you used least, to. At the very least, Instagram right. or Twitter. All right. that stuff. You can't control the message like you used to. They also, because of the NIL deals and things, they have a real hard time telling these kids what to do in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. You have to worry about your best player going somewhere else every single year. doesn't matter who you are. I mean, if you can't, if you can't come up with the kind of money that they want and they think they can get it elsewhere – you're too bad. You're done. Um, they'll go somewhere else. So you got to recruit your own players while they're there. While you got to recruit there. them year to year and, to and stay. I, I had a coach tell me, and he told me uh, point blank. Okay, he said the toughest thing about being a coach right now, the toughest thing about being a coach right now, is that you have to recruit your own team all year long. If you've got guys that are really good. You got to co- you got to you got to recruit them because they're like I can go elsewhere and get more money. And then if you've got guys that are sort of on the bench or not playing enough, mm-hmm. or maybe they're not going to be happy and they're going to want to go somewhere else cuz I can go here and start. And the bottom line is it's not a sustainable model and these college coaches are like how are you supposed to put together a winning team and a winning program? If you're Boston College, look, your best players are leaving every year if they want to. Right. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna move on. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. By the way, I gotta give a special shout out to my man Bill. Bill is he he's in a jam a little bit. He's locked up at uh, SCI Fayette, but he listens every single <laughs> night, and he says he specially listens between seven thirty and eight o'clock. So I wanted to give him a shout out between seven thirty and eight o'clock. My man Bill, I got your letter. I've got a couple letters from you. I'm glad you listen. I appreciate it as always. So I wanted to shout out Bill in go. Fayette. That's my man. Four one two nine two eight nine. Nine three seven zero. Isn't that the prison that uh, Sandusky's in? I do not. No, I thought he was in Green. Okay, you're right. You're right. Um, Sorry, but yes. nonetheless, this is Bill. Uh, Bill's a different fella. Um, <laughs> I saw something that enlightened me today, Paul. How about this? And look, I I kind of pay attention to a lot of things, but sometimes things just get lost in the monotony of the day, right? And I'd kind of been paying attention to this, but not really. So. 
the school bus comes up my street, right? And I live at the very end of the street. There's probably, it's one street. You turn around, there's a cul-de-sac. I don't know. I think there's 20, probably about 25 houses on it. But there's no, it's not a thoroughfare. Nothing branches off. It's one street. Every morning since the start of school, there are a couple kids that, and pretty much all the kids, because okay. the bus comes up. They, no matter if it's hot, no matter if it's cold, the only exception if it's raining, okay, they go outside and they play basketball, freeze tag, or football at the bus stop. And I had to make mention of this because I feel like it's the exception to the rule. I feel like some of the greatest memories I have as a little kid are playing basketball, football, or something. We walked to school. So it was on the way to school. All like right. in a, a, We would stop at the basketball court. I'm not kidding. At like 7.15 in the morning and play a full-on <laughs> five-on-five basketball game for like 20 minutes till we had to be at school at 7.30. And I applaud these kids that they're not standing in the house or married to a screen or not necessarily having peer-to-peer interaction. It is so great to see that every morning. That's fantastic. I just uh, had to that, shout that's out. That's completely different, uh, you know, than, than what we've seen experience-wise, because um, I I was ranting about this maybe two weeks ago on my show that kids, young people, kids today, and it, this really here's here's where it was born out of. Tell me, I coach, you know, as you know, eighth grade girls basketball. This year I have eighth graders. Sometimes I've had eleventh graders. Whatever. But I've noticed as we go through this, less and less of these players know how to play naturally and it's because they never play pickup the only time pickup kids play any sports now are with uniforms on and adults facilitating and that's what i was saying like like and i hate to sound like old man yelling at cloud but back in the day we always just i mean we played on the playgrounds like you said on our way to schools we'd find you know games to play we'd play kick a can out at you know at night steal the flag all that kind of stuff we would find things to do and play like that but but now, like, you don't see that in, in neighborhoods. You don't see kids out running around playing, aimlessly just running around without structured activity. And because, you know, and part of it, Colin, and, and listen, you've got two that are, what, 13 You're now? about to be 13. Okay, yep, so next week. you're right in the throes of it, I'm sure, where tonight it's, you know, lawn darts. Tomorrow we've got piano. The next day we've got dance. Three days from now <laughs> like- we've got this. Tonight we've got oh and, and Saturday we've got two birthday parties that we got to get them to and then also we've got piano lessons in between and we've got this. That's just how these kids are growing up. So this actually warms my heart. It was that you saw kids playing what was it freeze tag? No, it, freeze tag they play sometimes, but today it was in they were in one driveway, full on like three on three basketball game. And I said, and it wasn't Anchorage, Alaska out today, but. They just set their backpacks down. It was cold. They still had their jackets yeah. on. And I said, there's so many. Because sometimes I'll be up early in the morning on my way to work out, and I'll drive past a bunch of different neighborhoods. I will quite literally see, and these were elementary kids. I'll quite literally see that same bus coming up in a different neighborhood and four or five cars just stacked waiting on that bus and all the kids just in that in the cars and none of them out intermingling. And, again, I don't want to sound like some old guy either. But it was really enlightening. These kids have done it every single day on my street. And I see one, he comes out, you know, 
my man comes out, sprints across his front yard, straight up another front yard, bang, up and up into the yeah. one driveway, yeah. and they play hoops or they play uh, my man Mason. He comes flying up the street, and they go and they play football or they play basketball. And I'm like, these kids don't realize what they're doing is different than what a lot of kids are doing. It right. makes me feel good. Yeah. Some of the best memories I have, seriously, are 7 o'clock in the morning playing hoops before school or anything. Just playing catch, walking down the street to school. It's wild. It's wild how. That, that's how it used to be, though. And we used to have a lot of fun doing it, didn't we? So I think, to me, it's always important you know, when, when you watch these kids doing it. Freeze tag. I, I'm trying to remember how to play freeze tag. So I, I tag somebody. Okay. I tag somebody. I have to tag everybody and make them freeze before they – right? I, You're frozen if you get tagged. Right. There's, like, somebody who is it, I guess. Right. Right? So you're frozen. So I tag if, you. Okay. I tag Joel. Uh-huh. And then, so you guys are frozen. Say there's six other people. When a I, player gets tagged, they're they're frozen. Right. Like with their like, and you like stand with like your legs like halfway apart, right? Right. And so then it, you have to have a player that is desig, designates that everyone, you know, is like moving around. If a player gets tagged, they're frozen. To unfreeze a player, another player must give the frozen player like has to tag the frozen right, player. Right, right, And neither player can be tagged while unfreezing someone, and the taggers can't stand around waiting for them to be tagged. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like kind of like that. Yeah. I, I kind of remember playing that. Freeze tag. I, I tell you, a freeze tag. I tell you, and, uh, did you ever play the game Kick the Can? I kind of – Yes. Kinda, we I, played release a lot at night. And we played steal the flag, capture the flag is what we called it. Yeah. Same kind of thing. How about Red Rover? Yeah, I kind of now Red Rover's one you'd remember. So you get you got to have a lot of kids, right? Not not a lot, but it helps to have a lot. You link arms, and you have two teams facing each other. It looks like a Civil War battlefield. So you got you link arms, you hold hands, and then you say Red Rover, no, Red no, Rover, right, yeah. we dare Paul to come yeah, over, yeah. and you run your ass off and sprint, and you try you pick a lane you're going to go to, and right. you try to break through the arms, the the, the clenched arms right. of two people. I'll tell you that's fun. We used to play. We, that's that that game that was is fun. fun. We used to play a game called Smear Something. You know that where that was kind of like one of the most violent games you would ever play. Yes. Uh, and and we used to play. Well, we played it on a hill, like King of the Hill. You'd have to run up a hill. Yeah. And I'd say another game we played was Goal Line Stand. Have you ever played that? That was yes. fun. Where you'd have like eight of you in like a, a small and you had like three yards to get one guy trying to get three yards or. It, that, there were some violent collisions in that game. Sharpsburg, we played that on cement. Yeah. Uh, well, we we <laughs> no, weren't that kidding. hardcore. We I'm weren't kidding. that hardcore. Goal line stand, but that was always a fun game. Did you ever play t- Indian ball? Which It's called Native American ball now, uh-huh. I'm sure. Indigenous people ball. What is it? I don't even know what <laughs> no, it is. You, you'd have one guy hitting, and he'd hold the ball. I've explained this before. You'd hold the ball, and it'd be like a, a hard ball sometimes, but if you played on cement, it was a lot of times like a rubber ball, but like a regular bat. And so you'd have people out. Like in the outfield, right? Okay. You play on a street. They'd be, I don't know, hundred, two hundred feet away. You you throw you throw it to yourself and hit it. If they caught it in the air, they were up. If but you try to hit them like line drives right. or ground balls, they'd catch it wherever they got it. You laid the bat down on its side, like facing them. You laid the bat mm-hmm. down. Then they'd have to roll it. Some people call it roly poly. I think you roll it, and then they try to hit the bat with the ball that was rolling from a hundred feet. And if it hit the bat. <laughs> They, they were up then. They were the hitter. But once it hit the bat, if it popped up in the air and the hitter caught it, he remained hitting. 
But if they just missed the bat in total, then the hitter stayed hitting. I've never played that. Uh, it's a, a hell of a game. I never played Indian I, ball, I'll tell you another, Native American I'll ball. I'll tell you another game that we played that was fun. What's this? Bun ball. Have you ever played bun, bun ball? Bun ball. What is bun okay, ball? Okay, so you 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 were you know we would go up against the school uh, wall. You had a, a racquetball, right? Okay. So you would throw the racquetball off the wall. It would bounce, and you could only catch it with one hand. If you like bobbled it and it fell down, the next person beside you could grab it, and they tried to hit you with it before you ran and touched the wall. If, if they hit you with it, it was an out. If you got three outs, right? Yeah. Then you had to go and lean against the wall with your rear end in the air, and everybody got to fire like fastballs at your at your ass. This didn't the, seem much fun. It was listen. We'd come listen. It was fun. We would come home with welts all over ourselves because like you know like if I dropped a ball, Colin, you picked it up. You had all, to, your objective was to fire it as hard as. But you me. were running like it was a a, a grenade. Yes, I was running because if pulled. I got if I got to the and the other thing is if I touched the wall. So therefore, I was safe, and yeah. then you hit me with a ball. You had to go put your oh, put your ass there so we could throw at. We would come home with welts all over our stuff, but that was a lot of fun. Though yeah. we used to come up with, but I don't. I, I mean, kids don't play those kind of games anymore. Yeah. Now, now graduate. Yeah, then now, yeah, nowadays those kind of games probably would lead to like arrests and things. Right. Then, then, then we all graduated to spin the bottle. Yeah. Right, Paul? Yeah, we, we Which was to, a lot more fun. Yeah, we used to uh, spin the ball. Well, that, that, that was fun. I always lost that. <laughs> All right, here it calls next. <laughs> we always lost that. Oh, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives. Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, Silverado, and visit sunchevy.com. Tonight, cloudy. A little bit of rain around low 39. Friday, light rain in the morning. Otherwise, sunny. High of 44, low of 27. Sunny skies and temps in the 40s for the weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 